Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. Today we have the amazing opportunity to hear from one of my mentors and the people who I look up to, Shayna. Shayna is a soul cycle instructor in Washington, D.C. She found refuge from the corporate vacuum the minute she clipped into her first class. She's been teaching indoor cycling for three and a half years, riding for five, and active in fitness for eight. Her goal is to motivate and empower people to be true to themselves. She encourages anyone she comes in contact with to carry strength, energy, and inspiration in fitness and everyday life. I can attest to this, as in just 45 minutes, she's able to inspire me and encourage me to do what I need to do. I'm so excited that we have the opportunity to hear from her. So here is our episode with Shayna, all about daily habits for a more healthy life. You are listening to the Healthy Hustle Podcast, a lifestyle podcast for people who want to thrive and hustle in a healthy way. Here are your hosts, Ozzy and Carol. So we're so excited to have Shayna on our episode today. Welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast, Shayna. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I just got to the studio um, where I work at Soul Cycle. Um, I was like in a ton of traffic today, but I'm just like really excited to do this. This is my first podcast ever. Um, so excited. So I'm really, I'm really excited. We're All excited right. to have you. We are so excited. Thank you for joining us. First of all, we really appreciate You're it. Welcome. All right. So our first question: Could you please share with us your background and the story that has led you to where you are now? Okay, um, so I feel like my background is, I mean, it could be a lot of things, but um, I'll just say I went to, well, my background in like sports and health and fitness, growing up I always played um, soccer, I actually went to college um, to play soccer at Christopher Newport University um, many, many moons ago. Um, and then after college, I graduated and got um, what's known as a real job. Um, started my real job and completely just like cut ties with all of my healthy ways. Um, I actually, it's kind of hard to believe. I started smoking cigarettes. I was oh, like no. horribly, I don't know, I just kind of got into that like nine to five routine of just like not really taking care of myself and just like to and from work every day um and then I remember maybe a couple of years into that I think I moved out of my parents house moved in got a roommate it was actually my my best friend from um, growing up and I remember one day I came home and I had the routine I would go to work and come home every day and order takeout like sit on the couch and watch tv and I loved it but one day I just was like standing in my room I was like, this is not it. Like, this cannot be, like, what what has happened to me? And there was a gym right down the street from me. And I, I remember I was terrified. I don't know what I was so scared of. Like, I've never really, even though I played soccer, I've never really been good at yeah. cardio. And I, I definitely had no idea what I was going to be doing in the weight room. But I was like, you know what? I have to start somewhere. So I'm going to go join this gym. So I went joined the gym and I remember the weight room was upstairs the cardio machines were downstairs and I remember I started downstairs and it took me months to even look upstairs and see what was going on up there but 
after a few months, gradually made my way upstairs, and then I just became obsessed with the gym. I that was just like my new thing. So obviously, smoking cigarettes had to be out of the picture, or you know, it just wasn't really. So one healthy habit led to another, um, and then I really became what's known as a gym rat. Um, <laughs> I was like super, super, super into lifting weights. Um, and that just kind of became like my thing for a really long time. And then I remember maybe a couple of years after that, I recently gone through a breakup and a friend of mine came over and she had her work uniform on and it was for this cycling place called Dream and Cycle. And I remember being like, oh, like, what's that? Um, and she was like telling me about it. And I was, I was thinking to myself, uh, sounds cool. In theory, let me try this out. So I remember I went there, she took me, um, I did a class and I was like, I need a part-time job. This place would be really fun to work at. So I started working there, started doing indoor cycling. And at first you guys, it, I was so bad. It was like, you, you ride to the beat of the music and I was like, I'm really bad at this. Do I even have rhythm? Am I even athletic? <laughs> but it was so fun. So I just kept going, like I kept taking classes. I kept riding all the time and I got really good and I just I really loved working there and I remember a few years after that it was the same ex that I had gotten out of the relationship with that said you should audition to be an instructor and I was like uh you're out of your mind like now not not really on my radar and he said you got to stop selling yourself short and then I take it back I said excuse me <laughs> um, needless to say I auditioned became an instructor there, started teaching. I think I taught there for about a year and a half. And once you get really serious about indoor cycling, you kind of understand who the major players are in that world. And I kind of had my sights set on full cycle early, but I decided to get a little bit more experience with the place that I was teaching. Um, maybe a year and a half after I started teaching there, started teaching, um, audition for full cycle and started started teaching so I've been at Full Cycle going on two years in February. Wow. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Here I am the back office right now. I know. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for sharing your background with us. Um, our next question for you is I've always for me personally, I've always wanted to know how your Instagram handle came about, Sunday Soul. So please share. Please. You know so interesting. I have had this Instagram handle since before I started working at Full Circle. <laughs> I actually, I actually oh. started it when I was working at the other cycling studio, but it had nothing to do with Full Wow. I just, <laughs> Sunday is my favorite day of the week, and it's always been my favorite day of the week. And I needed a new Instagram because I, I think I had a different one, and I deleted it, and I wanted to start over. And I was like, you know what? It's going to be Sunday Soul. And it's so funny because everybody always thinks that it has to do with Soul Cycle. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, it literally is just my favorite day of the week. And I figured it was my soul. So I just throw two together, Sunday Soul. Wow. That's oh, amazing. That's so, that's so creative. So I, <laughs> literally that everything works out for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, if there's one thing that people should know about you, what would it be? One thing that people should know about me, I'm a lot um, softer on the inside than I appear uh, or am, a, am perceived to be on the outside. I think a lot of people that don't know me or have never met me or maybe that just take my class and don't know me personally, um, I can come off 
maybe a little aloof and a little intense, but um, I think the people that really know me the best know that I'm really sensitive um, and really, really loving. Yeah, I think I, I can see that. When I yeah. was, the first second class I actually did was with Shayna and she was just like the epitome of like fitness. And she just was a beautiful black woman and like she was getting her cycling on. I was super intimidated, but I finally went out of my comfort zone and introduced myself, said hi. And she's like amazing. She's so nice. Yeah. She's told me that you encouraged her to move to the front of the room and she's yeah. never gone back since. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. To, it's my favorite thing to do to try and pull people up a little like sooner than they think they're comfortable with. Because it really it really gets you to like push yourself a little bit. Uh, harder than you normally would oh that's great what is your passion have you figured that out yet I definitely think that I have honed in on my passion for fitness um but I'm not sure I've quite figured out how it translates into my life's purpose I think I really enjoy doing group fitness um but I do find at times that there is like an element to it that is it necess- it doesn't necessarily make me the most comfortable like it's interesting when i tell people um that <laughs> the hardest part about my job for me is the social interaction because oh. you are and during class you are you know you're up on the podium it's yeah. kind of a show and everybody's looking to you and it's like it's your show as soon as class ends i get like this social anxiety comes over me and my initial instinct is to hide from people um and I remember my first my first probably year and some change that was the feedback that I would consistently get is that you need to you know off like you need to be developing those relationships I think for me that's really been the hardest part so I think maybe um in the coming year that's going to be my goal okay so our next question for you is I guess this is kind of, you already talked about this, but did you always see yourself like working into the fitness industry? I know you did soccer and stuff like that. It's, it's actually really, really funny when people who knew me from years and years and years ago find out what I'm doing now. They cannot believe it. They, They cannot believe it. I've always been athletic and done athletic things. But when I tell you, when I used to play soccer, um, when I was a teenager and even in college, I hated, and when I tell you hated, I hated running, okay? Any form of cardio, any form of Honestly, cardio, I loved it. Just thinking about it gives me, yeah. like, anxiety. I would find any way to get out of conditioning. I'd find any, any excuse to get out of whatever running we had to do. So the fact that I do cardio for a living now is kind of unbelievable. But it's weird how when you find something that you you love, it it kind of switches. Yeah. And it has totally switched for me. It's it's, it's so much fun for me that I completely forget that it's that it's cardio. I know that's interesting because when you said you played soccer, I was like, ooh, she must really like cardio. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm telling you, when we would have running days, we would go through my club team growing up, we would run through um, this, this old town um, area and I would find a way to get lost every time. I haven't done that before. I don't like trying to get out of running. I haven't, I haven't done that one before, but maybe next I time. Would, I would feign illness, sickness, whatever I need to do. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> that sounds like me. I was very creative at getting out of cardio. <laughs> I remember actually uh, in like in the Bahamas, that's where I grew up, when I would have PE, I'd do soccer and they would make, I got an A for effort and like a C for skill. <laughs> enthusiastic about it. <laughs> I'd always be enthusiastic about it, but I was never really into cardio. <laughs> that's what's Just amazing. average me out of the B, please. Just give me the B. Yeah, honestly, for me, I actually loved sprinting, but I hated lo- like endurance. So like back in like when I grew up in Nigeria, I was I was the girl that would de- be doing like 100 and 200 meters. Like I was known for it. Yep. But then when it came to like endurance, like when I hear miles, anything like that, I run. <laughs> <laughs> I literally run. You guys would be, I mean, even to this day, you guys, the thought of even running one mile. Uh, no. 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 Well, you know, actually, I, I was telling Kara about this. Next year, I want to do this thing, this program called Couch to 5K. <gasps> I really, I know. And like, I was looking at That's it, like, like the, something I might want to do with you. Exactly, I'll share it with you because, like, okay. the first like three weeks, it's like jogging for 30 seconds, stop for two minutes. Like, it's that sounds. And nice. I, I can do that. I, I mean, do but that. that's the first two weeks though. So like. It, it you know it gets harder Ew. and harder but oh gosh that's like my goal i've always wanted to like say oh i'm going out for a run but i can never say that yes i know <laughs> i've always wanted to be able to say i've done a race and exactly so reasonable it seems reasonable exactly how does your identity shape your work how does my identity shape my work at soul cycle at least i think that i'm pretty unique um um I like to be creative. I like to have a lot of fun. And I think I kind of tried to shape my workout um, that way. At SoulCycle, there's a lot of different ways that you can teach your class. And I think traditionally is not really the route that I take with my class. So I think I kind of, I try to make my class fun. I try to make it unique. I try to make it uh, exciting. I try to make it a little edgy. I just, I think I try and be like authentic to myself i know there's there's a lot of uh, pressure to be air quotes on brand um what i think is if i just like if i remain true to my personality and like the things that feel real and and cool and fun and unique to me are the things that that i'll i'll do in my class how do you remain true to your personality? With um, it's real. It's really hard, especially in uh, an industry like this. Um, but I just try and remind myself that, especially in this market, in the DC market, there is no one like me. There's no one that looks like me. Um, there's no one that teaches like me. Um, and and I just try to remember that that that's an asset and. Um, that there are people who take my class and, and people who don't take my class that uh, look up to me for that. Um, and there needs to be representation for, for people like me, not necessarily even just being a, a, a black female or a person of color, just somebody who is not so cookie cutter. Yeah. Honestly, I can testify to that because there was a time that Shana really broke my heart and she traveled to Texas. And, you know, we already discussed this, but I took another class and no shade to the person like she was lovely, but it just wasn't the same for me. I craved like the workout that Shayna was doing 
for me. Yeah. So aside from that, um, what do you like about SoulCycle? Oh, wow. Um, so not to knock any other place that I have worked, but I really do feel like SoulCycle is a place that has allowed me to not only be myself, but really be comfortable at pushing the limits uh, within, like, within, I don't know, just, re- I mean, I'm, I'm allowed to be myself, but I'm also allowed to explore and, like, find those other sides of me without really fearing judgment or, like, repercussions. They really, really want you to be your full unapologetic unhinged you know within reason yeah um self and I and I feel like not even in my life have I had that before so I think since I've started working here I have grown so much and really figured out a lot about myself and like really become comfortable expressing and really like living in that truth and that's it's weird because I'm 30 years old now and I've spent so much time suppressing a lot of things or just not being really comfortable with a lot of sides of myself and I feel like since working since I started working it's like oh I just like I'm busting up feet <laughs> um what other forms of fitness do you engage in so like I said before uh, before I started um, doing all this indoor cycling I used to be really really I'm just gonna say addicted to lifting weights I actually haven't haven't been lifting haven't lifted for a few months now just because I've had a, a few like personal life changes and <clears throat> have been really busy but other than I think really love lifting weights I just find it it's really um it's such a good what's the word I'm thinking of it's, a, it's such a good way to cross train um, and it really like gives you a solid foundation to be able to work on to do a lot of other things. I really also love to hate, but love uh, solid core. Um, a lot of those instructors take uh, cycle classes. We, we kind of have like a, a mutual relationship. Um, solid core is really hard, but I have always struggled with my core. Um, so taking those classes has really, <clears throat> I've really gotten a lot stronger. Um, from from them and I'm also trying <laughs> he were trying to start um doing a little bit of interval training like berries and, and orange theory but you know one step at a time yeah huh. orange theory really scares me right <laughs> <laughs> no I'm actually I think because they do erging I'm excited for the erging yeah the erging is really it. cool for you personally Wait, for you the erging so it's a rowing machine I think they're called indoor rowers I was a I was a recruited at OSU to row, so yeah. I was really into rowing at first. That's my bestie. Yeah. I'm impressed. It's so hard. It's, well, I've it done it so twice and at max, you got me five minutes and I'm out. Also, it's I don't know. I liked the sprinting part of it, but once once I started doing like fall time rowing and it got into like thirty minutes. So like 40 minutes to an hour I was like did you do it outside <laughs> um we did it inside and outside so the rowing machines are inside sometimes we take it outside to get a change of scenery but then other than that we'd be on the water oh 
listen, I've seen them out there in the early morning times. And I remember I actually saw some, some well, I don't remember what college was. It was out there. It was like six o'clock in the morning the other day. And I just, it was raining. And I just remember thinking like, it's dark, it's raining. Bless your souls. You're better than me. Yep. You got your rain jacket and you just got to keep rowing. Oh, I could never. <laughs> I, I, I could never. Impressive. You don't I stop. Could, I could, I could oh. never. <laughs> right? When is this over? Yep, that's usually what I think. I was like, the, if you think about it. The faster you row, the sooner it's over. The sooner it's over. That's, that was basically my motivation. Unless they make you do it again. The could they ever make you do it again? Like the <laughs> yeah, whole thing would. again? Yeah, so you have to find that perfect balance of, of speed. Yeah, to find the perfect balance <laughs> of like, yeah. <laughs> energy oh. I don't have honestly yeah, i get that do any of uh your extra like workout routines like do any of those contribute to your performance on the bike a hundred percent weight weightlifting will a hundred it's it's strange but i think the more you develop especially um your lower body the more endurance you have on the bike i find that when i'm lifting consistently um i have more endurance on the bike which is probably explains why i'm getting a little tired these days because I haven't haven't really been lifting weights, but yeah, the the more consistently I am lifting weights and working on um, working on my muscle on my muscles in my lower body, the more endurance I have, and probably the more intense my class becomes. So <laughs> I'd have to step it up in the huh? you guys. Uh, I'll be ready. I think. Yeah, you'll be ready. <laughs> Absolutely, right there in the sidebar with me. Hi, I'll be right there. Okay, um, so would you consider yourself a healthy person? Oh, here's the thing. <laughs> yes, I would. Um, yes, I would consider myself a healthy person. Um, but I think the key to being a healthy person is being flexible with yourself and I don't think I always had a really good grasp on that like when I was really into um, lifting weights a lot of that was it's just very image like the way that you look so you can achieve a certain look on the outside and not necessarily be doing the healthiest things to, to get there so I would say when I looked the most spectacular um, I actually did a, a body built well, a bikini competition. Um, you can probably find those images on the deep dark web. Um, but it looked that way. I was probably the most unhealthy I've ever been in my life and probably had the most unhealthy habits and <clears throat> found myself always going to extreme, like extreme highs, extreme lows, and just never really found that balance. I think I'm just now sort of seeing that balance in my life that I like craved for such a long time but it was really hard to get out of I basically like when I when I was doing my weightlifting stuff or when I was doing my show and around that time had a, a full-blown eating disorder so just because I looked healthy I was not necessarily actually healthy and I think now <clears throat> I mean, not look, have the same look that I used to have, but I have much healthier habits, um, and they're much more long term. I don't go to such extremes all the time. Um, what? So yeah. 
What led you to like realizing that that wasn't like the healthiest way for you to be living? Um, well, I, my behavior and, um, my mind, like my, my mentality and my, my behavior, I'm, while I was doing it, I was never lying to myself about it. Like I knew it was, it was unhealthy, but I was so caught up in other things and, and, um, that it kind of consumed me. I was like, I was, I really hit a certain point rock bottom and I was doing um, all of these crazy things like that kind of led me to a point where I was like sat myself down and I was like, you, you can either go this way or the other way. And if you go this way, nothing good is going to, to come out of it. And I'm just setting myself up for a world of problems. So it's either start getting real with myself and start being honest and start doing, taking the steps and doing the things I need to do to, to actually be healthy or, you know, dive into, uh, dive into a sea of problems I'm really not ready to take on. Hey, Ozzy here. We hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. We want us to take a little time to share with you Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum of listens. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. In fact, we use Anchor to share our podcast and love the convenience of it. We can get all our stats to help us better improve our podcast. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yeah. Okay, so knowing that you know that now, um, Mm -hmm. what do you think is the best way to get started on a fitness journey for those who, you know, finally want to take the step in um, getting more healthy? I actually have been watching uh, a girl, I know she lives in New York, do it perfectly on Instagram. She, not only does she do her research, it's super, super, super important. Now, research can be on social media, but it it can't be your only, you know, source of information. So just do your research, um, 100%. Set a realistic goal for yourself. I think that's another thing that just plays I don't know why it tends to go over people's heads. Um, it's easy to get caught up in social media and, and all these crazy things. But I think once you once you set a realistic goal for yourself, it's it's much like your journey is, is so much easier and you will find so much more genuine happiness. I would say take your time. Um, definitely don't. Like weight loss and getting healthy is a journey. It's it's not any certain point that you reach. So it's it's got to be your plan's got to be long term. It's got to be flexible. It's got to allow for those ups and downs. It's got to allow for holidays. Got to allow for birthdays. Got to allow for you know just all of those things. But it's like balance, the balance, the balance, balance. And um, I would say try and get a support system around you. You know just try and. If you don't have anybody in your family, maybe, I don't know, join a community, get some like-minded friends, get a gym buddy, just just some people that you 
can lean on and some some people that understand what you're going through and that can like lift you up, celebrate your victories and, and pull you out of those like little low lows that you're that you're gonna have. It's really good advice. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, so what were your or what are your daily habits for living a healthier life? First and foremost, drinking water. Drinking water is so so, 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 so important. And I know it can be really boring and monotonous, but drinking water is <clears throat> kind of a, it's a foundational tool. Also, sleeping. I used to completely, completely disregard sleeping. I, I don't know, I would spend hours on the computer watching TV, but it's your body's opportunity to reset and really, even if you're going to the gym hours a day or working out or doing all the things, eating healthy, it's like your body doesn't have a chance to recharge, you know. So water, sleeping, and then having a, a regular workout routine. Even if, my thing is, even if you're not working out, moving your body is super, super important. And I actually just posted on my Instagram not that long ago about sitting down. I know I'm sitting down right now. Um, but sitting, I think people don't really realize that sitting for long periods of time is what it really does for your body. So just moving your body at least once a day and finding a workout that that works for you and fun and like keeps you motivated thank you for that and i guess i for me personally i'm starting to lose um a bit of motivation in like my workout journey like my fitness journey and mm-hmm. i'm feeling that i'm hitting a plateau so what should people do if they hit a plateau or lose motivation switch it up switch it up get curious Get curious with your diet. Get curious with your workouts. And if that means you have to step away from <clears throat> what you're currently doing for a little bit, that means you have to step away. But the best thing that you can do is get curious. Explore. My new thing um, that I think that I'm going to start doing, I think I'm going to start um, rock climbing. You know? Oh. I think, I'm, yeah, I think I'm, there's an indoor um, rock climbing wall in Virginia in the city. And I've been seeing people posting about it. So I think I'm going to, you know, get some climbing shoes and mosey on over there and see what they're they're doing over there. (laughs) Well, I know a lot of us have heard that uh, it's usually like 75% in the kitchen and 30% at the gym. Like, what are your thoughts on this? My thoughts are 80% in the kitchen and 20% um, of the workouts. It's it's unbelievable um, how much food matters, but... I'm a firm believer that, that the food is what's going to get you to your to your goal. The workouts obviously are are kind of they're com- the workouts are complementary. Oh, like you need both, but the food is really what is going to transform your body. It's, it's crazy, and I say <clears throat> make as much of the uh, of, of the food that you're consuming as possible. Mm. If you can make it all, even better. Because like I. When I first came back to college, I ended up like stress eating a lot and I gained like 15 pounds. And then I changed my eating habits because instead of me stress eating, I would just like kind of work it out and try to make sure that what I'm eating, I know is healthy. And when I'm eating, I know I'm hungry and I'm not just eating because I'm stressed. And I ended up losing like 20 pounds from that. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. And it was the most weight I've lost, but I was not going to the gym at all. And that's the time I also wow. like dropped to the gym. Wow. It starts from the inside out a hundred percent. 
I've seen people who literally have built change their eating habits didn't even I mean they don't even really work out and they just start it just starts to come off. What sets you apart from the other people in your industry that is doing kind of like the soul cycle train or like kind of doing the same like fitness journey yeah. that you are? What okay. just separates you from the rest of them? Um I I I think it's probably that I'm not afraid to take risks. I'm not afraid to make people uncomfortable. I really, really, really like to challenge my riders and I really like for them I really like for them to know that even though they may not be comfortable doing something or even even though it may not look the way, you know, everyone else thinks it should look, but that doesn't mean that they can't find success. And it doesn't like, for example, asking her to move up the road. It may not feel comfortable to do, but I just like to kind of just like rev up that inner athlete in everybody. And it's like you may not be on, you know, the level that so and so is on, but that doesn't discredit your level. I just like for everybody to feel like they're they're a badass rider. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but I will definitely remember this. And I was actually, I was writing your class and I think we we're doing sprints or something or maybe hills. And it was like the lights off and you came with your candle and you put it like right up in front of me. And I don't know, it just like lit a fire. <laughs> and I just started to, and I don't know if people do that like in your field, but I personally love that. And um, I really appreciate that. for you gotta make what people you feel like they're important. Like they, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, in the room, it can be really overwhelming. There's a lot of things happening. Music. I'm yelling. There's people sweating, ranting, all the things. But it's, you gotta remind people like you're here for a reason. And <clears throat> outside of you know everything that's going on, what you're doing matters. Yeah. Is that your tactic for like motivating your class? Like, is that your form of motivation? Like your mm-hmm. kind of your stance or angle? Like I do have, you know, there are a group of people in class who <clears throat> are what I guess textbook good riders, but I have other people who are like working on certain things and I just want them to know it's like, I see you too, just because yeah. you're not in the front row or you're not sitting like <clears throat> right under this section right here doesn't mean I'm not like I don't see you or I don't acknowledge the, the work that you're putting in it almost makes it almost means more the second and third row almost mean more to me than the people in the third row. <laughs> y'all, y'all got it but I'm not I'm not concerned with y'all <laughs> okay so for our last question what advice would you give to the younger version of yourself oof oof <laughs> I think about this a lot and it's crazy it's crazy to think that I'm 30 years old now um it's gonna be more than this decade (laughs) I would I would have taken more risks I would have um probably been far less concerned with with what other people thought of me or what I was doing or the goals that I had or or what I wanted in in my life um Oh my goodness, what else? Um, and, and and challenge myself and probably set set more goals. Yeah. More goals. Um this this coming year I'm I'm gonna be setting a lot more goals. I, I feel like my twenties flew by and not that I didn't accomplish anything, but I just think I could have accomplished so much more. Um, so I think really maybe writing those goals down would have kept me probably kept me a little bit more honest, but yeah, definitely set my goals, challenge myself more, really get out of my comfort zone. 
Well, thank you so much. This was amazing. Thank you so much for joining us on our first interview of the Healthy Hustle podcast, Shana. Oh my God. (laughs) We are so grateful that you took the time to talk to the listeners and us and give us your advice and your experience. I learned a lot from you. So thank you for that. Um, To our listeners, I hope you gained some extra tips and tricks to help you move towards your goals and living a healthier life. Again, we want to make this an ongoing conversation with you, so please feel free to leave your comments, ideas, and feedback in our latest Instagram post at the Healthy Hustle Podcast. So once again, thank you to Shana, and thanks to our listeners for listening, and we'll see you in next week's episode. Thanks, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we would love to hear your thoughts. What did you think? What was your favorite part of this episode? Leave your comments on our latest Insta post at the Healthy Hustle Podcast. We want to include you on this journey and talk about things important to you. Once again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you during next week's episode.